Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be trying to stay for the kids never works. Well, I've got a cautionary tale about choosing the wrong person to spend your life with, have a family with, be in a relationship with, get married to, obviously, in this particular case. So it's interesting how this guy's whole story came out because he actually started out by... A, his now ex-wife was actually in a group of other women and he wasn't even interested in her. He was actually was interested in one of her girlfriends, came over to hit on her, went out on it, started dating his or her friend. And I guess she was an exchange student from Germany. And then eventually she went back to Germany and then started dating his now ex-wife. And what's interesting is the ex-wife kind of wasn't nice to him the whole time and she kind of resented the fact that he came over to the table there and was hitting on her friend instead of her. So it's just an interesting turn of events and how he ended up in a marriage and obviously now he's divorced and he credits my work with giving him the courage to, to leave. So for those of you guys that can't wait to get a ring on somebody's finger and may have may have made bad choices in the past or are about to make a bad choice or maybe you're in a situation like this now and you're just tormented do i stay do i go like that old clash song should i stay or should i go which is a great song by the way i'm a little biased to the clash so anyways i got a quote that i wrote and then we'll go through this guy's email because it's a I mean, it's a good email to go through and understand what this guy went through to help you avoid making the same kinds of choices. Ideally, you want to learn from these other guys' mistakes. So the quote says, Way too many people grow up in toxic families and broken homes where yelling, arguing, and drama are a dysfunctional way of life. Many people make the mistake of trying to make an impossible relationship with a toxic person work. After much violation of their self and their dignity, they eventually realize that they deserve better. They take their power and their lives back that they may have originally given away in a fruitless attempt to keep the peace. It takes great courage and humility to admit that you made a bad choice for a romantic partner and leave that person to eventually find love again and create a much better relationship with a better quality prospect. Life is too short to spend it with people who despise and treat you poorly. Amen to that. So with that said, let's go through his email. It says, Dear Coach Corey, I'm an avid fan of yours and I just wanted to share my experience of how your work helped me to move on from a toxic marriage. I'm a 41-year-old man with a background in engineering and am currently a successful contractor for the U.S. military. My situation started way back in 2012 when I first met my ex-wife. I was at a coffee shop when I spotted a group of hot-looking girls sitting by the window. They were all very attractive, but there was one in particular that really caught my eye. I've always been kind of fearless when it came to women and had a fairly decent history at picking them up. I strode on over to the group and introduced myself. I immediately started to chat up the one girl that I had my eye on. Here's a twist. My ex-wife wasn't the one I had been initially interested in. My ex-wife Jessica was actually sitting right next to the blonde and happened to be her best friend at the time. 
From the onset, she didn't take too kindly to me and wound up being a major cock blocker. That's the interesting thing. Like women in groups, they women are tend to be competitive. And if a guy, like in this case, guy comes over and approaches them and he's interested in another girl, the other, they resent it. They're like, why didn't he hit on me? Why hasn't he chosen me? It's interesting. This was a pattern that repeated itself over the next few months. So obviously she was hoping that he would not date her friend and end up dating her instead. And so her way of making that happen or facilitating is to be a cock blocker. Me and the blonde did end up going on a few dates and I felt we had a good connection, but it was not to be. You see, she was originally from Germany and was only in the States doing a studies abroad program. After a few months, she was slated to go back to Europe to continue her schooling for an advanced nursing program. She told me she didn't want to engage in such a long-distance relationship and broke up with me, and I was heartbroken. Here's where my ex-wife comes back into the picture. What a dink! How convenient. About a week after my girlfriend had flown back to Germany, Jessica contacts me over Facebook opportunist her tone had completely changed and she apologized profusely for treating me so bad so that should be kind of a red flag she's an ass to you the whole time and when reality she really likes you but then again you kind of see this with with little kids girls that have crushes on boys act like they hate them and vice versa when in reality they're just trying to mask the fact that they have a crush so for an adult woman to be doing this is she really a nice person? Is that a nice thing to do to somebody that you want to date to just be an ass? That should be a red flag. Because ideally, you want a girl who's going to be nice to you. One of the first things I always tell women that I meet is like, I want a girl that's nice to me. Be nice to me. Communicate. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. And I just wait to see what they do. And unfortunately, and this is not just women, just most people in society just... Their words and their actions almost always don't match. And they're inconsistent. It's like, like I said before, finding people that are good for you, good to you, good for your soul is so hard. It's so hard. They're so rare. <clears throat> Just like Tom Petty said, good love is hard to find. You got lucky, babe. You got lucky when I found you. She insisted on making it up to me by cooking me dinner. I figured, what the hell? And agreed. So now she's being extra nice because she wants something from you. Obviously, in this case, she wants him. Whereas before, let's, let's be real. She'd been a cunt to him. She'd been an absolute cunt to him. Over the course of the evening, I learned that she had been jealous that she had not been the target of my affections. What a surprise. No drama allowed. I figured this was a prime opportunity and explain that there was enough of me to go around. That's a good comeback. I like that. Might have to steal that. Jessica is a very beautiful woman, but her negative attitude and always pulling her best friend away from me turned me off. Imagine if he would have listened to that impulse. My, 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 how the last decade of his life would have been different. 
Over the next several months, we got pretty hot and heavy, but I was really, I really just saw her as friends with benefits. But coach, I got to tell you, this woman was an absolute freak in the sheets. Some of the best sex I had ever had, even up till this day. Dude, I get what you're saying. It's like, it's so true. It's woman's fucking your brains out and you're like wow it's the best sex i've ever had she's an absolute freak it's man it's hard to give that up even when you see those red flags because you think about the other women you've been with and just quite frankly most women are just not in touch with their bodies like some women are and it really makes a difference in the bedroom it's like i'm not gonna lie that's the way it is some women are just they're dead fucks some women just have no body acuity, sensory acuity of their body. They just, and other women, it's like, oh my lord. <laughs> I wasn't in love, but I was definitely in lust. She catered to my every sexual whim, and it was great. I just didn't want an official relationship because I knew this girl was not really all there when it came to her emotions. No drama allowed. I believe that every man should adopt this no drama allowed philosophy for their life. Because as soon as you start seeing that toxic behavior and they start dicking around or jerking you around or their behavior starts being inconsistent or maybe they they come off as a little condescending at times, especially in the beginning, it's... One day at work, she texted me that she needed to speak to me about an urgent matter. I wonder what that could be. <laughs> you know that's probably not going to be good. Later that day, she dropped a bomb. She was pregnant and the baby was mine. Yikes. I remember my old, my old business partner that I, I wrote about in my second book, Mastering Yourself. I remember we, because we talked about this extensively, and his first wife, I think they were together. I can't remember. They, they got married, I think, when he was 21. And it didn't feel right. He had the same same impulses, same feelings about his ex-wife that I did about mine that I wrote about in 3% Man. And he's like, just doesn't feel right. It's like something's missing. And then he was literally, I need to talk to you. He wanted to talk to his wife. And she's like, oh, I want to talk to you too. I got some news. And so, you know, he was going to tell her, it's like, I'm just not happy. I'm leaving. <laughs> and she's like, and and so when he he says, I got something I want to talk to you about. She's like, oh, I do too. And he's like, okay, well, ladies first, why don't you tell me? <laughs> and she says, I'm pregnant. <laughs> he's thinking, oh, shit. I'm getting ready to leave her. And now she's just telling me she's pregnant. And then she, after she says, he's like, oh, that's great, honey. And she's like, oh, what did you want to tell me? He's like, oh, it's not important. Let's celebrate. And then, what is it, 10 years later, nine years later, whatever it was, and, you know, they had, ended up having two kids together. He finally is like, he just had enough, and he left. And then, you know, after several years of playing the field, he eventually settled down, and he was with his second wife, you know, until the day he died. But it's just so, man, so many people do this. It's just, God. I mean, I, I did it, too. I did it too. You, you know, you don't trust what you're feeling inside, man. It's like when you don't listen to your heart, what feels right, your intuition, never ends well. 
He said, the things that happen when you don't wrap it up. Yep, I've been there too. Slip one past the goalie. I mean, what was I expecting? She wasn't even on birth control. It's like, duh. But I was in love. She was a babe. I decided I would do the right thing and would be there for my kid, but that wasn't enough. So in other words, he's like, I'm going to stay in it for the kids. He says, before too long, she was demanding that I marry her. Her family, who were mostly a bunch of scumbags themselves, didn't help matters, and I eventually caved. Yeah, the marriage is going to make all that just go away magically. Well, now you put a ring on it, just everything's going to be awesome. Sure, sure, okay. Let's just say I was in it for five years of non-stop drama. No drama allowed, bro. You definitely should get one of these mugs and remind yourself every day when you look at it and you sip your favorite beverage, coffee or whatever. I like ionized water for my Chanson water ionizer. People, you know, I see people going, hey, there's nothing in that cup. There's water in there, dude. It's like, let me see if I can show you without, eh, maybe you can see it, maybe you can't, without spilling it all over my computer. <clears throat> He says, let's say I was in for five years of nonstop drama. The only good thing that came out of that marriage was my daughter. I wanted to make this work so that I could create a good family for my kid. Those are noble goals, but you can't make good wine from bad grapes. You got to have a good woman who's good to you, good for you, good for your soul, who's nice, who's a nice person. You got to have a nice person if you're going to be together for a long time. And she was not nice. And you saw that she wasn't nice, but you're like, ah, it'll be fine. So I slipped into being a weak-minded beta, thinking it would please my ex-wife. Yeah, that just turned her into fucking Godzilla. Needless to say, for those five years, my daughter grew up in a very toxic environment as it was just one nonstop argument after another between her mother and I. Boy, that just sounds like so much fun. I had a friend of mine, he was, see, he was, the last three years of his marriage, he didn't have sex once with his wife. And he would go and touch her and she would grab him and just dig her fucking fingernails into him. I was like, dude, what? But the public image that, you know, we all saw was completely different. But behind, you know, when they were home, it was just them. She was a fucking lunatic. But now he's in a relationship with a girl half his age. So there is hope. In the last year before my divorce, I discovered your work. I have read your first book seven times and through it, I realized why my ex-wife had fallen for me so hard in the beginning. Without even realizing it, I was being aloof and acted like a man who was on about his purpose. That probably made me more attractive to her. Absolutely. You were acting like a man. I finally manned up and decided to ask for the divorce in order to get my daughter out of that broken home. I just wanted to tell your listeners and viewers and readers that trying to stay for the kids never works. Yeah, it's not your job to fix your crazy ex-wife. It's She was a lunatic and her family was a bunch of scumbags before you met her. It's not your fault. But you did the right thing by taking care of you and your baby girl, which is really important. 
Because otherwise, if she grows up in that environment, she's going to grow up to be a lunatic just like her mother and her mother's toxic family, which the world already has enough of those kinds of women. So we can have one less thanks to you. Awesome, bro. You made the world a better place by your choice. Thankfully, I have full custody of my daughter, and we are now living over 1,200 miles from her demented mother. Sweet. Thank you, Coach. If it wasn't for your work, I don't know if I would have ever had the strength to walk out of that marriage. Well, dude, here's to you for saying no drama allowed. Oh, by the way, regarding these mugs, the She Belongs to the Streets, that mug is now available on Teespring. I don't have my my version yet. I think I just saw an email come through saying it was shipped. So you might be seeing She Belongs to the Streets mugs in a future video newsletter <laughs> and if you haven't read three percent man my first book or mastering yourself you can read them for free at understandingrelationships.com all you gotta do is go there subscribe to the email newsletter and you can read them for free on my website and if you're in a situation and you'd like to get my opinion or my help go to under and you want to do a coaching session with yours truly go to understandingrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly until next time i We'll talk to you soon.